0: Welcome to The Yin Method, I'm Kat Mead. Welcome to The Yin Method, this is episode 3 and we are going to jump into talking about the lung and large intestine meridian lines. So you might have noticed with this podcast I don't really follow a specific uh, run sheet if you want to call it that for what the podcast is, what we talk about, I kind of am just winging it because i found in the past, I've had a few different podcasts. I've always found that when I try to plan it overly, it just comes out not very well to me. It doesn't, it's not, it just doesn't sound like me. So while for this podcast, I am doing research and I'm looking up information and making sure that to the best of my ability, I'm telling you the right thing, I also just want to make sure <laughs> to use a phrase that someone I know this week used. Uh, I want to make sure I keep it a bit looseish, ish goose-ish. Um, that absolutely cracked me up this week. Thank you, Renee. Um, so, with that said, we'll just do a bit of a recap on Meridians themselves. Uh, if you haven't heard the Podcast episode from last week where I talked about what meridians are. I highly recommend going back and listening to that. So, we have 12 major meridian pathways, and each one of these meridians corresponds with an organ in our body. So, these meridians help to not only uh, transmit or transport energy through the meridians themselves which are housed within our fascia our connective tissue they also help to transport energy to the organs that they are directly linked to but also to all of the other organs because none of our parts of ourselves works just by itself it's always connected to something else there's something else going on Uh, they all work together so the Meridians help us to coordinate the work of our organs. And so when our organs are working well, when our energy channels, which are what meridians are, are working well, are open, our energy is flowing, we are keeping our body balanced. Our meridians are quite sensitive. So we really do have to be aware of what's going on in our body and taking note of what we're feeling, what's happening with our energy, what's happening with our health. And when we're more aware, we can notice these uh, energy lines and these symptoms, if you like, um, so that when there's something not quite right, we can do something about it pretty quickly and easily. So today, we are talking about the lung and large intestine meridians. Now, you might be wondering why we're doing that as a pair. It's because in five element theory, which we will talk about on another episode, The lung is the yin meridian, and the large intestine is the yang meridian. So the yin meridian line, or the yin organ, it's vital. It's one of our vital organs. It's more passive. It's darker in nature. Whereas our yang is our doing organ. It's this thing that gets stuff done. It empties, and it fills, and it sorts, and it does all of the things. Uh, So that's why we're talking about them together, the yin-yang pair. Now... Maintaining healthy immune defenses is basically what our lungs do. It helps us to guide against pathogens. It helps us to circulate qi and fluids around the body. It also helps us to let go of what we don't need. So if you've ever been to one of my yin yoga classes, that's a pretty big focus, is sitting with what is, but letting go of the things we don't need, the things we don't need to hang on to, the things we don't need to control. The lungs do that intuitively. We breathe in oxygen from the air and we breathe out carbon dioxide waste that comes from our body. Our lungs are associated with our skin. So as someone who grew up with asthma, which is a respiratory disease, it's been really interesting for me to see that the tissue that is quite directly linked with our lungs is the skin because often eczema comes with asthma and eczema is something that I still deal with um, to this day. Emotionally, we experience a lot of sadness and grief that is held in our lungs so it can be difficult for us to let go of these things. And it's not to say that we have to let go of sadness and grief, we should feel them, we should experience them because they are part of the human experience. And in Chinese medicine, they say that there are no good or bad emotions. There's only the ones we choose to look at and work through and the ones we don't. Um, So the ones that we don't would be the only things that would be perceived as being a bad, in inverted commas, emotion. So, when we find an imbalance in our lungs, um, emotionally or spiritually, we might notice that we're feeling some sadness. Or if we're experiencing grief, we might get a cold, or we might cough a bit more, we might feel a bit locked up in our lungs. So, we take oxygen from the environment and we transfer it into the blood with our lungs. Really important. What if our lungs aren't working properly? What happens, we don't get as much oxygen in our blood and we need that in our blood because that goes around our entire body and keeps us healthy. We need the oxygen in our blood, it keeps us fresh. Now, our lungs work with several major muscle groups. The biggest one is the diaphragm. The diaphragm sits just below the rib cage And when we breathe, it either inflates or deflates, depending on which way we're breathing, inhaling or exhaling. And it's basically um, function, I guess, is to tell our lungs or help our lungs to expand and contract and send that signal to our brain that we need to either breathe in or exhale. The diaphragm being where it is, it's really interesting because when we breathe in, we're actually helping to move stuff around in our abdomen as well. So this diaphragm helps to move our large intestine, it helps to move our stomach, it's right near our liver. So it's really interesting that it's not actually in our lungs, it's just below our ribcage. But when we breathe in, it affects this muscle that affects everything underneath as well. Um, the lungs themselves are different sizes. So the right lung is shorter than the left. And that's because it has to make space for the liver, which sits just underneath the ribcage. The left lung needs to be slightly uh, narrower because it needs to make space for our heart. So our lungs are not both the same sizes. The left lung, well, both lungs really, can act as a shock absorber to our heart. So if you're in an accident or something, it can absorb that shock before it hits the heart itself. So there can be a real protector there. Some things we can do for lung health. Don't smoke. No judgment if you do exercise, wash your hands. Now, topically, you might have seen in the news very recently the outbreak of coronavirus or a novel coronavirus that is going around at the moment. Um, I listened to another podcast called This Podcast Will Kill You the other day. It's really good. You should definitely listen to it. Uh, And they were talking about this novel coronavirus outbreak and talking to some experts as well. And they basically said, you know, the best way to stop the spread of disease or infection is to wash your hands and don't touch your face. So that can help with your lung health as well because if you wash your hands, you're less likely to have those pathogens on them that will be transmitted into your system. Touch your face, same thing. So simple things for lung health really. Now our lungs and our large intestine are associated with the metal element. So, metal is that structural, strong element that helps us to build stuff up. Some physical imbalances you might find with uh, lung dysfunction or lung meridian dysfunction are disorders of the chest, lung, throat and nose. Pretty uh, obvious. Some emotional imbalances are disappointment, sadness, grief, despair, anxiety, shame and sorrow. It's said that shame is actually one of our lowest vibrational uh, frequencies that we can experience. So shame is definitely something, if you feel it, it's something you, I would recommend working through that, finding a way to work through it, figure out what it is, or just decide to let it go if you can. I know that's easier said than done. When we find balance uh, emotionally in our lung meridian or in our lung organ itself, we are more likely to experience integrity and that really comes into that metal element again because metal creates integrity for the most part. We use metal in buildings, we use it, that's the only only example I can think of right now. Um, But yeah, it's it's really related to integrity and also we might experience higher self-esteem when our lungs are more balanced. Okay, that's a lot and I just feel like I just kind of spewed out a whole lot of information at you um but it's very interesting so i hope you're still with me we're going to move on to the large intestine so the large intestine controls the transformation transformation of digestive wastes from liquid to solid state and moves those solids outwards so what are the solids poo yes that had to be said Now, most of this um, extraction of fluid or water from what we put into our body happens in the small intestine, about 90% of it, but then the rest is done in the large intestine where it pulls out that water from our waste that we need and then lets the waste go. So what happens when that's not working properly When you actually start looking into this stuff it's really obvious because we've probably all experienced diarrhea at some stage and so if our large intestine and our small intestine aren't working well or optimally then there's going to be more water going out in our waste which to me and if you're a medical professional listening or anyone that knows better than me please correct me if I am wrong but that just makes sense to my brain. Now The large intestine also helps us to absorb electrolytes, vitamins, and as I said, water. And yeah, so basically it's the formation and elimination of waste is what our large intestine does. When we are feeling an imbalance physically here, we might have sluggish bowels, we might have abdominal pain, diarrhea, constipation. Emotionally, same as our lungs. We might feel physical weakness, emotional introversion we might feel irritable we might have a lower self-esteem and apathy just not caring just you know not having any strong feelings one way or the other um one of my favorite futurama episodes it's um i think it's in the first season it's pretty early on i'm pretty sure uh where they have the neutrals and (laughs) he's like if i don't make it through tell my wife i said hello that's basically apathy. It's being neutral. You don't care one way or the other. So, I feel like I told you a lot more about the lungs than I did about the large intestines. But that's okay because that it is what it is. <laughs> uh so, we come back to this idea now of meridians. I've told you what the lung and large intestine do uh, physically, I've told you a little bit about the emotional imbalances for both and when what happens when they're balanced, what we feel kind of emotionally, energetically. But let's come back to this idea of the meridians. So as long as your chi or energy is able to fl- flow freely through your meridians and all of your organs are working in harmony together, your body can remain healthy. That is what we're going for. We want a free flow of energy. We want all of our organs to be working in tandem with each other. And we want to feel good. Who doesn't want to feel good? Probably no one. But we do it to ourselves. We self-sabotage ourselves. And sometimes we just don't feel good. Now, how can we affect our meridians? So there's heaps of different ways that you can Once you, as I said earlier, if we're aware and we're noticing some of these symptoms or imbalances in ourselves, there's a few different ways to be able to come back and intentionally help ourselves to start moving our energy around a bit more and to help unblock some of that stagnation that we might get when we're not really paying attention to our energy lines or our organs in general. So acupuncture. Is a great way, and I was reading something today, and it was talking about how acupuncture tends to be a little bit more passive um, for as a treatment to unblock your energy, because you're you've got someone else there, you know, using a needle to get into your meridian line, and that being passive is not to say that it's any better or worse than anything else i i i personally have not had acupuncture i've had dry needling but i haven't had intentional acupuncture um but from what i've read and what i've seen actually you know i might go and have an appointment this week um it i think that's a great way to unblock energy and unblock stagnation and a really quick way qigong is another way and it's a bit more of an active way Now, qigong is energy cultivation, essentially. So we're doing these specific exercises and hand movements and things with our legs and bouncing around or whatever it is. There's heaps of different um, exercises in energy cultivation, qigong. Um, We're actively connecting with our energy source, our meridians, the energy, the electricity that's running through our body, and we are actively affecting it. So we are not being passive. We're not waiting for someone else to notice our energy, to pick up on what's happening within us. We're doing it ourselves. We are empowered to be able to heal ourselves with Qigong. Another great way, and I think it's kind of obvious at this point that I'm getting to it, is with yin yoga. So yin yoga is where we hold long-held are poses, stretches, mostly on the floor for up to five minutes, usually at a time. If you've ever been in my class, you might notice I tend to hold some things a little bit longer than that. Um, But yeah, five minutes is a pretty good guide to how long we hold things. And when you come to teach yin yoga from an energetic perspective, you can directly uh, target the energy lines, the meridians of the body. So if I was gonna plan a lung and large intestine class, we're going to be doing things with the arms because our arms are where our lung and large intestine lines run. So one of them is on the outside of the arm going up in, uh, that's the large intestine is on the outside. The lung is on the inside of the arm and they both go down into the organs as well. So we do things that target these arm lines and we're intentionally thinking about what's happening. We're feeling the sensation. We're sitting with it. And we're noticing when things become unstuck. Because when we sit in that space, it's often quiet. It's, we're in stillness for extended periods of time, up to five minutes, as I said. And, you know, we have this space to be able to notice when things change. And as one of my teachers said, we have a choice, We have a choice as to whether we choose to let go or we choose to hold on. And sometimes that can be a difficult choice. And what I often say is we also have a choice as to whether we make this a struggle or whether we surrender to it. So for example, if something's been held, if something's kind of been stuck or stagnant in one of your meridian lines for a long time, it might not feel that great when you start to unstick it when you start to feel that energy moving again, it might feel really awful to start with. But we see if we can sit with it. As long as it's sensation that's manageable for us, then, you know, we can we can really be effective in this yin yoga practice to open up and experience a free flow of energy. So that's uh, the lung and large intestine. Uh I know it's been a bit of a longer episode, tw- about 20 minutes this week. I think that's okay. I think that's still pretty good. Um, and, you know, I still think I really am scratching the surface of, um, I say that every episode, of what we could talk about with these these ideas, these philosophies and these, these things. Um, but you know what? That's where I'm at. And maybe that's where you're at as well. So I think it's okay to be where exactly where you're at because <laughs> you can't be anywhere else. <laughs> there would be no point to try to be somewhere else. That makes so much resistance in our lives and resistance is tiring. It's really tiring. I wanted to start with the lung and large intestine because... I am hosting in about three weeks time, well not about three weeks time, it's in three weeks today, uh, my next yin immersion. So it's three hours of yin and the season we are focusing on is autumn and the element is metal and that is associated with the lung and large intestine. So that's why I wanted to focus on that. I'm also in that immersion going to be pairing it with the stomach and spleen lines. So spleen being yin stomach being yang so i'm going to kind of do those four lines in this um this immersion so next week i will be talking about the spleen and the stomach meridians get in touch if you have any questions if you have any information you'd like to share with me if you'd like me to interview on the interview you on the podcast that would be awesome um until next time have a great day Bye.